0: Hey, listen to the Who
1: Code Podcast, episode 130. I'm Brandon, I'm here with Ryan and we're going to continue the No List arc by talking about going out in the wild. Now hit our theme song! Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good, what's going down? Whole ton is going down, we're going to continue the new arc of the No List by talking about experiences that we've had going from the kitchen table out to other people's kitchen tables and beyond. But first, we have to thank our generous sponsor, face FaceToFaceGames.com.
0: They are Canada's biggest magic store. Very much so. Two things. I liked when you said going out into the wild, I was envisioning, like, not showering and hairy armpits and wearing plaid with, like... The buttons undone, so my hairy chest sticks out and like chopping trees down.
1: You had me up until plaid, and then you totally lost me at hairy chest. Mm.
0: Definitely don't have a hairy chest. I'm not the. Uh, I do have like strawberry blonde hair, but I'm not the um, the Viking variety of red hair.
1: Where you have like
0: a tuft of like shoulder black hair, like chest hair, shoulder hair, like my cousin who is literally a Viking.
1: Like he's like he pillages and has a big beard.
0: Uh, okay, well, he does have a big beard, and he is a giant. He's so. offended
1: by that new WWE tag team. The uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no Vikings
0: don't get offended.
1: The reissue of War Machine. I'm still <laughs> pissed about that.
0: Oh yeah, they like changed their name three times. Yeah. Second thing. Second thing. Second thing. FaceToFaceGames.com. I just put an order in for a whole ton of foils for Zada.
1: She spent like four bucks.
0: Yeah, more or less. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of comments Some of them are expensive now. Like there's a there's an invasion foil named Chaotic Strike. It's like twenty five dollars. It's just uncommon from Invasion, but it's a red cantrip from like a twenty year old set.
1: Yeah, I I have regular. Do I have a foil of that? I think I might actually.
0: Dude, I'm all in on it at not twenty dollars or twenty five.
1: I might have one. I'll I'll look when I get
0: home. Okay, that sounds like a, that sounds like a CCO bro trade. Ish. What? <laughs> I just made it up <laughs> But uh, hey get this too So I'm talking with um, The face to face management team Make them sound all official and stuff right They said that A bunch of the warehouse people from Face Listen so big shout out to them For pulling orders for pulling my order in particular You can throw some extra special stuff in there I would not mind But um, they said that they see when people make orders And say Ryan and Brando from CCO sent us so thanks to everybody who has been going to face to face. It really helps out. Makes them show. Makes them know that uh, you know their sponsorship to us is working. I guess. Yeah.
1: So thank you all for taking the time to maybe switch websites or use an additional website when you are accruing cards for your decks.
0: N- Jump ship. Nix yeah. your old website. Balls them. Face to face games are nothing. Is that did I do it right? I think so. That's probably what they want me to say. That's our new (laughs) tagline. Hey, balls them. (laughs) Face to face or nothing.
1: That's what we're doing. Balls to face to face.
0: That's (laughs) no. Don't Google that. Dude, that is a real don't Google.
1: Yeah, dude. Moving
0: on. Moving on. What do we got here? We've got some no patron shout outs this week. Seems like July is like a terrible month for that. It's summer. Summer's expensive, dude. Like, yeah, you know what? Looking into it, like, I did a little bit of research, and it seems like content creators across the board, not just in magic, too. Like, if you're making a podcast or have a YouTube channel, July and December, apparently, those are the worst months.
1: It's because everybody who's listening to us right now is listening to us at the beach,
0: because they're on holidays
1: and they got to the beach because. it's summer and people just want to go out and do summer shit. Not just pay attention to what we're doing. Like and if you're listening like to us, drinking
0: beer. Yeah, and if you're listening to us anywhere, thanks for sticking with
1: us as you enjoy your summer holiday.
0: Have a beer for me. If you're drinking beer right now, have a sip right now. Just I'll just take a minute. Oh
1: yeah, there you go. There it is. Yeah. And there if you and if you're just opening a beer, like a bottle of it, you gotta open it with your eye socket for me. I'll give you a minute.
0: I met my wife. The night that I did that, and I had a black eye.
1: That's what I was hoping you were going to go into. And yes, I that's... got
0: punched by a different girl. Not my wife, a different girl. And I had like another, not black eye, but like very big red kind of fish shape mark on my <laughs> other eye. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So when you think about Ryan being from PA and we joke about it, that's the kind of stuff that happens.
0: It's mm-hmm. funny, like people from Saskatoon or surrounding area or PA or w- locals, I should say, know what that is like that's prince albert is the name of the city that i'm from and it's like i don't know it's not super ghetto but it's like it's pretty ghetto's the wrong word though it has a federal prison in the middle
1: of it instead of a downtown
0: <laughs> well the, the prison is like on the side we're talking to people in the land of the free dude like <laughs> they've got more prisons than schools don't they <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm not sure but are they in the middle of like the third biggest city of there's states. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I actually don't know. There's
1: like a Seven Eleven across the street. I know like a hundred
0: and some years ago, like the government of Saskatchewan gave Prince Albert the option, like the penitentiary or the university. And they were like, well, the penitentiary is going to secure more jobs like short term. It's going to create like a hundred jobs right fucking now. And Good now, on you, PA. Yeah, now Saskatoon's the biggest city in the province because it has <laughs> a gigantic veterinary university. Yeah. The biggest one in the country. <laughs> Good <laughs> job, PA. <laughs> yeah, now people get punched in their eyes by girls when they meet their wife. Yes. Thanks.
1: We are not a matrimonial podcast or a veterinary school size podcast.
0: That's right.
1: Or a. Civil Engineering Podcast, which would be CCO.
0: There wow. still is, yeah, it's still CCO, and there is a civil engineering department in uh, the College of Engineering at the University of Saskatchewan. Got there. Got there. I was wondering if you'd if you'd get there. So what have we got today?
1: We have a deck giveaway that we should probably remind oh, everybody about. Good catch. And if you want to be entered to win said fabulous sealed deck, which everybody wants, I'm sure.
0: Hot dog bun foiled, bent in half. Kes. For That's sure. right. And if you live
1: in Canada, we'll include an actual hot dog in the bun because we can't send. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you meat live in over. Canada, it's if, like yeah. seven hundred degrees, so <laughs> it's going to be humid.
1: <laughs> and it'll it'll smell great. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Only by request, though. So you get entered into win that by heading over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a good review and a great comment, or you can head over to our new YouTube content as it comes out. We got some videos in the wings that are going to be coming out soon. You can desecrate the like button's ancestors. That's what they did last week. Is that what they did last week? Me. No, they ate liver with fava beans last week.
0: Oh, then it was two... <laughs> Gross. Then it was two weeks ago.
1: Hmm. I just like desecrate the like button's ancestors. Okay, give the like button to Cleveland Steamer, and you can Google that if you want. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not afraid. you get injured to win that, leave us a comment there. We always appreciate that. We also have a $25 credit from face2facegames.com. You get entered to win that by going over to face-to-face, telling them Ryan and Brando sent you, comment on our episodes, make an account, whatever. We'll get you entered in to win that mm-hmm. as well.
0: I don't know if you need an account to, to make a comment, but you need an account to have the, the store credit deposited. So make an account, leave us a comment, get you 25 bucks.
1: Which is a, it's it's any two good foils from M20.
0: I guess so, yeah. Like that's,
1: that's something, it's not nothing. Also, if you are a new to following us on... Fa- is that is a thing? New to following us? Yeah, it's a thing. If you want to become a follow of, follower of ours on social media, head, us, head over to CCO Podcast or CCO Brando on Twitter or tappedout.net. You can find us on Facebook, anywhere podcasts are found. Check out the full list either in the show notes down below or at our official official home on the entire internet, CommanderCookout.com. Uh, and once you've hit 1,000 followers on either the official CCO Twitter handle... And or the official CCO Facebook page, we're gonna do we're gonna do merch. Very
0: okay. much so. We've been getting ideas from some of the patrons, kinda of what they think is good. We have had, of course, suggestions for I'm just gonna throw this out there just because it was suggested and everybody can let us know on Twitter or Facebook what they like. T shirts again, potentially with nicknames. Sure, so, that's cool, yeah. so if you're if you're a patron and you have a nickname, there's a possibility that you should get your nickname on your sleeve. The technology exists, people. Hats. We've had local suggestions and patron suggestions for hats.
1: Hats are cool, yeah. Uh,
0: Like a custom, we've got stickers with the logo, but like custom art stickers, sure. Sure. Play mats, which is kind of my favorite thing because like the sky's the limit with those. And I was really wanting to like number them and sign them. Sign them in gold, make them look all mighty. I actually bought a gold marker and a silver
1: marker to take with me to Vegas, just really? in case. Just in case. I'm Dude. not assuming I'm gonna to have to sign anything, but on the off chance I get to, I wanna be ready. You know, I had those already. Ready. Now I have one. What if we're like, what if we're separated? What if somebody jockle hops us and we go Whoa! down two sides of the river?
0: Yeah, I. Yeah. W- you know what we need? We need those little leashes like that have backpacks attached to them. Oh. Like I'll hold the back. That'll look weird, actually. Yeah, that'll be. be a li- that'll be a little bit. Too kinky.
1: <laughs> yeah. <that's>, yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyways, we're doing merch when we hit a 1,000 followers on our two main platforms. Twitter and Facebook. That's it, for sure. And I guess YouTube is going to maybe be where we show all that off because you can see merch when we get there, right? Yes. You can't see merch on podcast.
1: We can tell you all about it and paint that, that mental picture, but it's, I'll show you. Sure. Yeah.
0: So now... What are we talking about today?
1: One more clean up step thing. One more cleanup step thing. So, was it three weeks ago? Two and or three weeks ago, we gave away the dark. The whole dark. And our winner
0: didn't get back to us. <sighs> Which is discouraging a little bit because that's like the best prize we've ever given away. We've, we've never given away a prize. We were both really excited
1: about it. And rather than just, I don't know, sit on it or whatever... It's already packaged. S- sit
0: on it and crush it into dust like a cam girl on <laughs> a pickle jar. You'll know what we're talking about if you watch the pre-show.
1: Yes. It's a, it's a teaser. Just
0: I love the- when they tease. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we figured rather than just keep this box with cards in it, we're going to give it to somebody else. And we made a draw on the way up here
0: today. And who is our new winner, Ryan? It's ironic. I went through the comments and the winner, EDH player guy. Gets the air horn. Uh, yeah, I suppose that is like appropriate that he is EDH Player Guy and listens to our show. Hooray! So yeah, EDH Player Guy, uh, get a hold of us, please.
1: We want to give this prize away. It's really cool, and we want somebody to have it. So we'll ship it off to you. Get at us on either CCO Podcast, CCO Brando, or CommanderCookout at gmail.com.
0: Now let's talk about what the hell we're actually talking about. Jesus. That was a
1: long one. It was a long road to hoe is what that was, right? That's what she said. (laughs) So what we're talking about today is when we started playing Commanders, I'm sure a lot of you guys did, you started out playing with your friends at your kitchen table or wherever you physically played at. Yeah. And then you eventually kind of branched out and moved to other places. Now once we started playing, there was a couple other groups in town but no really organized play for us. So I hit in with another couple of groups, and it never really caught on that much, just because of scheduling. So I just kind of played with you guys for the first few years. Yeah. And then my first really major outside experience was when we went to Vegas. It was the first time that I played with lots and lots of new people.
0: Well, we yeah, but we played like you played in at F and M's and stuff before you played EDH.
1: Oh yeah, like I've played and I played F and M for years, but I never
0: played EDH out in public. Okay. So let's, okay, you, you've outlined step one, two, and three with the, the introduction to magic with your friends and learning to play, transitioning to ED, or transitioning to F&M style events, maybe pre-releases fit into this as well. Yeah. Uh, and then going to big events. Correct. So we wanted to tackle kind of the transition or the, 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 the kind of stuff that you'll face or have to do when you make those Jumps, those level-ups, I guess. Yeah,
1: like, are you, if you're a newer player, just learning to play, maybe you want to... You're sick of your friends. You're sick of seeing those same 10 decks all the time. You want to go play with some new people. You know, they have EDH down at the local game store. You're going to go check it out. What are you going to go in there expecting? What do you think you should have in your brain on your way there?
0: Well, even before that, like, okay, so you've learned how to play, maybe you and your friend, and your friend taught you, so your friend knows more about Magic than you. You're the noob. He invites you to come play in his playgroup their playgroup I should say I think before we even go to F&M we've got to remember that the most important thing when going to play with anybody is just to be yourself correct like they your friend invited you to come play with their friends they obviously already like you or are okay with you coming to play with them they know something about you yeah and if you're like your friend which you probably are cuz you're friends they're probably going to like you the way that you are because that's how your friend likes you. Yeah. And I think it's important just to go be yourself and play. And when I say don't try too hard, I don't mean like don't try to be their friend too hard. What I mean is don't try and meta too hard. Don't try and like outthink them too hard because you don't know what they are used to playing against. And don't try and politic them too hard. Just play the table, right? Is that play the game you're in. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't
1: mean don't try and win. It's just don't be an asshole.
0: It, yeah. It, it just means don't try and trick or get anybody. Just be yourself and play the game instead of trying to like metagame. And, and you see like, oh, <laughs> our, our classic example is you're sitting across the table from your friend's friend that you don't know. And they're playing Xur and you just are like, oh, I got to kill that Zer player. Well, no, it could be Sea Monster Tribal Zur. Just play the table. You see Sea Monsters. If you do, well, then you know it's Sea Monster Tribal Zer. Yeah. Right. Don't assume, I guess.
1: Like when you see a guy playing Cass and he says, No, don't worry, it's not Stormcast. It's, it's,
0: it's the Commander Cookout yeah. Precon that I won for free. Yeah, yeah. And then taking they, a shit on the like button. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then they play the Paradox Engine and then you're like, Oh well, I see that you're a liar and then you kill them.
0: And a banned card player? Maybe they're into that.
1: Oh yeah, I guess. Hey, yeah, that's a thing that notes.
0: maybe you gotta like ask, right? Um like, do is there any house rules? That's the thing that you gotta house rules and and house bans or unbans.
1: Yeah, like at our in our house, I guess uh, I play Grimlock. Yeah, and it's I it's a silver bordered card. Yeah, it's it's a silver bordered card, not technically legal, and we don't play Mizics.
0: Yeah, I would like to play Mizics, but I feel like it would just be the same thing as Animar, except maybe slower, or the same thing as. Uh, Rakdos, Lord of Riots, but faster.
1: Yeah, we did... Uh, so it's like, uh... We played him one night, I think. And in one of the games, I think it was FU banned Blue Sun Zenith for 10 by paying for three, by paying three, three times in the same turn. And it's yeah. just like, no, we're it's, not doing Yeah, that it's anymore.
0: not the environment that we're trying to foster. So I think when you go into a new play group, that's kind of the, the jive that you have to feel out or the questions you have to ask is... What are we playing? Is it just fun? And that goes back to like the new Rule Zero for Commander that was introduced a few months ago where it's like sit down, communication is key. You, I hear you do it every single game that you go and sit down at, at edh and I do. I, I think king of the segue, I got this. So when you go to EDH&M and you enact Rule Zero or you, you say you sit down like, what are we playing? Like this is the next step after you've kind of got the end with the playgroup, but you want to go out into the wild.
1: Yeah. Like, w- what are we doing today? And you, I don't know if there's any enforcement of rule zero, even though it's technically an official rule, where you sit down and be like, okay, what are we, what are we doing today? Yeah. We- you
0: can't call a judge and say, judge, I want to play my my jank whatever, screaming bald guy's tribal like command zone, <laughs> but he wants to play Urza High Lord High Artificer. Like that's not allowed. Like you can't enforce rule zero. Yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know how you get around that. Like if a guy just lies to you. Oh, it's totally casual.
1: Yeah. Triggered. Right? Like. God damn it. But so go in assuming that people aren't going to be dicks, and then just.
0: Yeah, you know yeah. what? I think once you are familiar enough with how to interact, kind of on a social level with people in your play group, like that gives you a good foundation to go out and interact socially with people at F So. If you are sitting down and you say, hey, what are we playing today? Like, how powerful of the decks are we going? And you've got you with jank whatever, somebody with jank whatever, somebody with jank whatever, and then somebody with Lord High Artifice or Urza, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's just jank Urza. No such thing. This is how you politic three jank players. You say, okay, he's playing Urza. No such thing as jank Urza because it's it's like an oops, I win deck. Yeah. Let's kill him. Right? Like, you just yeah. set the tone. Sure, you can play that,
1: but... Yeah, we'll just gang up on you and, and, and beat you to death. And
0: then we'll have a real game, and you can go play in another game where you just, like, lie to somebody. Right? Yeah, exactly. Or just switch decks so we can all have a good time and we don't have to kill you.
1: Yeah. I mean, most of the... At least in our and we're not really planned for prizes, so there's no reason to go out there and try and scumbag people.
0: Oh, first ever... New promo prize pack got given out yesterday at oh. our EDH night. I think that uh, the store gave them out to like the drafters and like the people that were there playing like from paying money to play. Right. Because EDH and M is free. He just did a draw of like the whatever it was, sixteen players that were there. Sixteen players.
1: It's built be- it's growing. It's growing every week, yeah. Like the first one was five people. Yeah. And now in like three months it's up to not even three months. Not yeah, not even three. Like two months
0: I, you know what um it's been good i guess that's one of the questions i want to ask when you go out to edhnm or a similar event like a like edh night at your local game store we just call it edhnm because it's ed8 night magic <laughs> it can be any any night of the week i guess what to expect should you expect like five players or 16 or like 25 players Probably varies. It probably de- varies depending on how big the city you're in and how many decks you bring. If if there's five players, fifteen players, or twenty five players, how many decks? I always bring four.
1: Always bring four. Always bring four. That's a lot of decks. I bring a uh, a deck in case somebody's trying to scumbag people around the room. Yeah, I make sure that I can out scumbag. I can out scumbag most people that play in the in town here. I think that's good. So I bring that just in case. And then I have a couple of like mid range powerful, but not, I don't think, broken decks. And then one thing that I'm tuning and it's just a piece of crap. Yeah,
0: something that's to, already tuned and then something that you're really just working on.
1: Yeah, like I brought Coin Flip Tribal with the Ardune and Zackle Flap or whatever his name is. just. To, <laughs> and then I ended up getting like the best draw and just flexed on the whole table. Oh, I was like, oh no. shit. Sorry, God everybody. Damn it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we a little bit touched on what to expect. And what to do when you kind of just show up? Be yourself, cordial, all that jazz. Don't be a dick. Yeah, I guess. Don't be a dick. It, I just it, wanted to say it too for emphasis. <laughs> it's the rule of. It's the golden rule of life.
1: It's not that do unto other. No, just don't be an asshole.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to get into is the etiquette of, don't be a dick. Oh, et- speaking of etiquette, can we can we say like, wear deodorant? Yeah,
1: clean yourself. You're in very close quarters with a lot of people. The room is going to be warm because there's lots of people sitting in close contact with one another. It can be uncomfortable for some people just being close to other people in the first place. Don't compound that by smelling like a dirty wet fart.
0: And you know what? This isn't to shame anybody. And a lot of people are not as familiar with what I'm going to say professional hygiene entails. But that is splashing water on your face, that is rubbing or spraying deodorant on your under pits, under arms. Armpits? What do we call them? Armpits. Armpits. And that is maybe wearing socks. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like feet.
1: Yeah, I think that might just be a you thing. I think it's okay to not wear socks.
0: It's like uh, what about wearing socks and sandals like it's nineteen ninety two. Oh again? just never
1: just never do that.
0: Oh. Yeah. If you, what if we do CCO socks for merch?
1: Then you wear them. And yes. You, if, then wear them and take your shoes off if you want to show them <laughs> off. But don't wear them with sandals because I'll yeah. make fun of you.
0: Yeah. You know what? Lots of close quarters. If Here's the thing. If it might be your first time going out into the wild and you're a little bit nervous, you get that nervous sweat. That's the smelly sweat. That's the smelly sweat. Maybe yeah. you just want to put deodorant. You know what? I have in my magic bag currently, My like my event bag, I've got hand sanitizer cuz we call. we shake lots of hands and high five lots of people and we touch the same shit that thousands of other people at events touch you
1: know, like all of the money in our pockets which is the grossest thing and every doorknob on well, the Well, I earth. don't have any money in my pocket. Well, I, I don't I, know what you're talking at about. At
0: events I try and bring some so
1: I have to pay like pay with a debit card like I'm some kind of
0: Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, you know what doorknobs and like the 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 glass showcases and just cards and binder pages. So hand sanitizer I have like some like chapstick, cause like those air conditioned event halls get super dry and dry out. Yeah, yeah. And I drink lots when I go to events, so I'm always dehydrated. (laughs) My lips get dry, and I'm gonna have a little travel size stick of deodorant, cause even I stink. Like everybody stinks. It's natural for your body to produce pheromones and sweat. Like that's totally normal. Yeah, I have a
1: lot of hair on my head, and it does make me hot, and so my head does sweat. So I try and not. Smell bad? I bring deodorant too, and I bring mints.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Mints are like gum.
1: Yeah, I'd, I like. I don't chew gum, but yeah, mints or gum. Just breath is a thing. Just fine. Yeah, and we're not trying. Again, Ryan says we're not trying to shame you if you're a dirty little urchin. Just <laughs>
0: <laughs> sounded like shaming. That was hundred
1: percent shaming. <laughs> that absolutely was. But I'm it's, so confused. <laughs> what are we trying to do? We're not trying to actually shame. You, like, oh, I, I smell bad. I shouldn't go. It's just. This is something to be aware of. I'm not saying if you smell bad, don't go, but just yeah, I take have,
0: steps that you can to I avoid have,
1: situations that are terrible.
0: I have definitely gone when I smell bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've definitely, like, being at EDH now, I've definitely been there sitting, like, in the middle of all these people. And I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot to put deodorant on before I left the house. Oh, my God, I can't during, do it during this game. People are going to see me. Uh, and I can, I, I know it's there. That's I know funny. what's happening. I know the guy sitting next to me is like, wow, Brandon. This guy stinks. Wow! Wow! I'm not going to
0: listen to his podcast because he's smelly. Exactly, he's got like a
1: little <laughs> little bead of sweat running down the side of my head. It's like making a little dirt track because I was just out in the garden <laughs> yes. weeding and I forgot to wash my face. Like
0: one clean spot on your head is from when you were sweating.
1: Yeah, gross. So
0: we've all been there. We've all been there. But yeah, we're going to start a revolution—the
1: deodorant revolution. Yeah, cleanliness cookout podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> CCO podcast. <laughs> Got there.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. man, that is great. We're terrible. So, okay, we've gone to new play groups. We were being ourselves and being friendly, cordial, playing the table. We went out into the wild and played at an EDH&M with deodorant on, and we rule zeroed it up so we all were playing the same decks, same power level of decks. What about when we go to a big event? We touched on kind of the the hygiene aspect of it. It's a great idea to have hand sanitizer. That's that's actually Uh, even more
1: important at big
0: events. Yeah, very much. You're touching things like when I go to Vegas and I touch something that somebody from Boston touched, like, I've never gotten a strain of the cold from Boston. What if it's terrible for for me, from where I live? Yeah, we're from we're from Canada. We only have viruses that live in the
1: air like three months of the year, and then we have the flu.
0: Oh, no, but we also now have, due to glo- global warming, we have viruses that were under the ice in the Arctic for thousands of years like on X-Files. We we're, were catching those viruses now, FYI. And they don't kill us, but they might kill you. Yeah, so if you don't have hand sanitizer and you lick the same binder page that I lick because we both like cheap Zatafoils from Invasion that are actually $25, um, then you could get one of those like alien viruses from the permafrost.
1: Yeah. And do you want that? Nobody wants that.
0: No, I do want to lick that Zatafoil, though. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just squirt the hand sanitizer on it first. Yeah, first I am of course, from first. PA. Yeah, exactly. Wow, I'm just drinking hand sanitizer. Yeah, put some off, onto of the... a, off of a Kess bent in half cardboard hot dog bun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you put the rest into your slurpee and
0: Oh yeah, that's a real thing. Like you you yeah. can't um you gotta get like Listerine and stuff from behind the counter at pharmacies and stuff from from because like people buy it and drink it or like spread it onto bread. Good Lord. And get drunk off of it. Yeah, yeah, that's real life. Yeah. You'd have no germs in your mouth though.
1: That's true. You would have now you probably wouldn't have good smelling breath still. Probably. No. Yeah, your life probably is still. Yeah. 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 If you're at that point in your life, I hope you find help soon.
0: So we're at this big event. Big we're event. Lick and binder pages. Hell yeah. What do What do we What do we expect when we sit down to play? Do we expect the same play experience?
1: When I go out from kitchen table to somebody else's table to EDH and M to big event, I just kind of behave the exact same way I just make less dirty jokes the higher I go oh up to a yeah. certain point and then once I'm on a name basis with everybody I'm at the table with then I kind of let fly a little more just to see what we get but uh I think it's all a matter in how you present yourself and I think you just have to be a little bit more maybe not cautious interpersonally at these events but you do have to take a little bit more care with the mechanics of the game, in that you have to know more how cards work and you can take less casual shortcuts. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. You got to watch out if you have altars in your deck. You got to know that there are no house rules like at these f- big events.
0: Altered art cards, not like Phyrexian altar or Ashnod's altar. Yes, even though those will get you beat up too.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah. they will. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be careful. Like, if you're playing an all altered deck or whatever, you got to. Sometimes you have to show it to a judge. Like, you couldn't play Animar in yeah. Vegas because it's got too many altars in it.
0: That's right. In in sanctioned events. And before every event that I have decks that have altars in them, I, I just tell people. And I even I even go as far as, like, shuffling my deck and setting it face down so the tops of the sleeves are facing the player. And say, I've got altars in the deck. Look, they're flat. Um, very high quality. You can actually contact me to paint them. <laughs> <laughs> um just to show them that like they're not marked cards you can't tell that the alters are in a sleeve like you can't tell but that is a thing that you have to go through the motions of if you if you have that or if you if you we joke about it but if you do have that foil bent in half commander 17 kess like she is bent in half like there's a reason that you could play with those as proxies in legacy events because they're actually bent but you do have to get permission from the judge
1: You do have to watch out for that stuff.
0: That is a, um, I I guess another great thing that you can expect at these big events is there are judges there. And maybe you're lucky and and your EDH&M night does have a judge. Like, we've got Byron. Shout out to Byron. Yep, he's always keeping us on the straight and narrow.
1: And I'm sure that that's not I Sometimes I view Byron as like the big kind of burly father figure. And it's all these little, like big head chibi cartoon versions yeah. of us running
0: around
1: <laughs> just, and we're all hitting each other with like play mats with pubes on them and we're like punching each other and pulling each other's hair and shit and Byron and walks like, over foom,
0: foom. what are you kids doing <laughs> exactly play nice <laughs> yeah, yeah very that's much how I so. picture him if you've ever been to an event and you need a judge in an EDH side event scheduled event competitive event all you have to do is raise your hand and say judge loud enough so they can hear you and you just kind of wave and they walk over and you ask a question and there was a time like years and years ago where you you would kind of get like judge shamed for calling a judge where it was like you're trying to angle shoot somebody you're trying to be secretive or you're trying to like get some kind of competitive edge or tell on somebody to get them a warning or a game loss for calling a judge and it was like taboo right well also make sure you're not doing that. Never do that. I think the culture has, has I think it's shifted. changed enough that like you call a judge to help you resolve situations. And in EDH, you're going to run into I crazy ran into shit. one last night. Do tell. Okay, so I have a mesmeric orb.
1: <clears throat> you're a bad person.
0: Mesmeric orb says whenever a player untaps something, they have to mill a card. And you of course when you untap during your untap step you just like mill everything but no player receives priority during the untap step so the mesmeric orb mill abilities go onto the stack during your upkeep when a player receives priority and in the ruling for mesmeric orb it says that and it also says that if you have anything else that triggers at the beginning of your upkeep you can choose what order to put the, the the abilities on the stack in so I didn't have anything that said at the beginning of my upkeep, but I did have an ability that I could activate before I milled. So I had to ask Byron, can I can I still respond to those triggers or do they just move from my upkeep step or my untap to my upkeep? And because I don't have any at the beginning of my upkeep. Abilities, I can't respond to it. And he goes, no, whenever something is put onto the stack, it is respondable in regular ways that you have to respond, active player, non-active player, and then you resolve the stack in the appropriate order. So he resolved my issue. Everybody was fine with it. I explained that I talked to Byron. He said that I could crack my Expo map to search for my Cabal Coffer so I didn't mill it. (laughs) And then I played it, and... Would have won the next turn, but then I died. <laughs> <laughs> so the judges are there for your help, and believe it or not, they play EDH2, not just Evil, Legacy, and Modern. And they actually talk to you lots about, like, playing Commander. What do you play? Oh, that's a cool altar. I play this deck. We should jam a game after, right? Yeah, lots of the judges I've met, actually, are super cool. I played like, one, of the the funnest, w- one of the funnest games this year that I played was with a judge from... Ontario I think I told this story after we when we did our Calgary recap he mindslaver locked me out of the game when we were the last two players and that was my funnest game of the year <laughs> just because he was a cool fun guy it's fun to play with yeah yeah so these are like good people you should actually use them when you're at big events yeah I mean
1: I'm not saying call one just to meet them but I mean make a <laughs> when they're but when they're walking you over to the
0: table or if you like- Say hi, they're cool. They're make, cool people. Make a point to meet them, yeah. I think is is one wrong of the things that yeah. you
1: should do. You're not sucking up to them for preferential treatment if there's an issue. You're not being a bad person. They're there to interact with you. They're just people. I don't even know if they're paid to be there, are they?
0: They are given Maybe a certain level they're paid. They're given like a a lump sum and from that lump sum, this is how it was explained to me. They're given a lump sum, then from that sum they are required to get themselves to the event room hotel board whatever food right so a lot of the times judges from a common area will go in together on a hotel room airbnb or whatever for the weekend so they can split their costs kind of like what we do with cco house yeah and they just travel around to different events and lots of them when you can go to an event every single weekend like lots of judges can make i don't want to say like a, a good living sorry judges But you can definitely like eat and travel and see the country as a judge. So these people are kind of living their dream, and it would behoove you to talk to people that are as passionate about magic as these people are, that are like dedicating their life to traveling so people can play magic. It's pretty cool. That's important. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. We we, we, we kind of do do that with the podcast. Yeah, I guess.
1: I guess. Yeah, but
0: these these are great people. You should. 100% utilize them meet them find out where they're from and see if they can maybe even talking to a judge you get like a little bit of an insight on you know how to how to tweak your deck or how to play your deck a little bit more efficiently because newsflash they know all of the rules of magic they're pretty good players
1: yeah or maybe maybe like i had you'll get a super sweet full art foil bug token
0: oh yeah 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 that's a real thing that was a thing that happened too
1: I'm not don't expect that ever to happen though that's only happened once, and
0: <laughs> yeah that's right,
1: yeah, it's the exception not the not the rule
0: okay, I think that at big events you have the highest probability of running into a difficult situation, yes, with your playgroup, your personal kitchen table playgroup, you're all pretty familiar yeah you can. And we've done this, and you talk
1: to each other yeah. like friends. Yeah. You right? You can you can fight it out. Like we've had some fairly heated, oh yeah, arguments around our table. Like all of us are because we're friends, and we're gonna come through it. We're gonna finish the game and then be buddies again. That's right. Right? Like it's it's a thing. But once you move into other levels where it's with strangers, especially at, like a big event where people are maybe there's stakes. Yeah. Well, some people and, take these things way too seriously.
0: Yeah. If you run into difficult situations or players at at your EDH game night, edh and I mean maybe the store has a policy Or a house rule, maybe you have access to a judge Maybe somebody else knows That person and they're going to be like Okay dude, just, it's fine, calm down Or he's new, it's fine, right? Yeah. And help you out because you're all Community members in this own In your own little city or whatever, right? Yeah, you don't need that kind of tension Inside a small room
1: that we talked about It's so small you have to bring deodorant with you <laughs> yeah. Don't bring drama in there It smells way worse
0: yeah that's it at a big event yeah there's stakes there's different levels of power in decks there's different expectations from what you're going to get out of these decks or out of the experience of course call judges to resolve any in-game things or if if somebody is you know cheating or whatever but you sit down and somebody's playing urza and you're playing i'm playing lord of Tressorhorn, it's like these are different things how do I resolve that when they're like, nope, I play commander because I'm the best. I just, whatever, right? I just
1: want to flex on noobs.
0: Yeah. And we touched on ganging up on that guy. What about just going and playing your own game with people that are casual? What about making a sign that says casual EDH? What about just playing theme decks? Not not theme decks in like, or, or pre-cons. Yeah. You sit down and just say, hey, we're playing a pre-con game. Do you have a pre-con? No. Okay. Then beat it, Urza. Yeah, right. Get the fuck out of here. So there's all kinds of things. You just got to be a little bit creative. And if you can't resolve something, then you just really need to talk it out. And communication is key. We talk about that lots in our, like in the CCO Discord about sitting down saying, hey, like, we can't compete with that. We don't have the money for the mana rocks, or we're too new to know how to fight the intricacies of your deck. Can you either teach us? Can you tone it down? Can you, like, we know that it's the best deck? Can you give, throw us a bone? Maybe you start at 30 life. There's all kinds of rules that you can kind of stipulate. Sure. And it just goes towards making it fun for everybody. I think that's what the goal is,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, the goal of EDH is supposed to be fun. I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is a hot take, but I feel like the fact that rule zero exists is an indication that says that there is a big enough portion of the edh community that don't want to have goddamn fun they want to win
0: yes but that
1: rule exists that people are just ignoring it and they're going to lie to you and they're going to play all this crap and it's up to it's on us it's on the rest of us to not let that taint our experience when we go to big events
0: very much so and you know what the new the new philosophy document that came out with the bannings i think we're going to touch on the philosophy document next week a little bit. It does outline that players are supposed to care about other people's play experience. And I think if we all look at going to big events through that lens, we shouldn't have to talk about like, hey, don't play your Urza, I'm playing Lord of Tressorhorn. We should just be like, oh, you're playing Lord of Tressorhorn? I want to play my fun deck. Because then we can have a real game, but still play with cards that are not expensive, not hard to get. And that are unique and give us that unique fun gameplay experience that we we used to talk about a whole ton on the show. We've kind of yeah. gone away from that, but I think the core of CCO Nation is is still people that want to have fun, unique gameplay experiences.
1: If you want to flex and play foils and rare cards and just cream all over your seat, just play modern. Yeah. <laughs> just f you, Joel. Yeah. Like just there's a there are already formats for that. There's vintage, there's legacy, there's modern, there's even standard to an extent.
0: I suppose. Yeah, your $60 Tefri time uh, Hero of Dominaria guy. Yeah, like if you want to do that crap, then
1: do it. But I mean, maybe, maybe running game on commander tables isn't where you should be.
0: Unless you are sitting down at the CEDH table, then yeah. it's like fine. Then and do it up. Yeah, that for sure has its place at big events as well, and at EDH and M's. Like we just have to communicate about that, right? Yeah. I I actually super like it. I like CEDH. I like to talk about it and think about it more than more than get played against it, <laughs> right? Like especially when people lie to me. But uh, I think we're gonna talk a little bit about that next week.
1: Yeah, I think we are. I, yeah. I
0: got I got some some notes and some plans on that kind of stuff. But again, communication is key at all levels of gameplay, whether it's your kitchen table all the way up to playing at an event.
1: Yes, that is true. And one thing that I think we all need to keep in mind when you go to these events, we're talking about rule zero earlier, power level, making sure everybody's kind of on the same page at the beginning of the game. It's important that you understand not just the power level of decks in general, but that the strongest deck in your playgroup might not necessarily be the strongest one in ours.
0: Ah, yes. And
1: that's... Very important. When I went to my first couple of EDH&Ms, I sat down with some guys, and they were like, this is my strongest deck, it's my best deck, it's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be some shit. That's what we're doing. So I pulled slivers out, and I just fucked these guys, like, hard. Yeah. And they, like, not because my deck is so good, but, like, it was so much more powerful than their most powerful stuff. And I learned after a couple of games of just rolling them, it was like, okay, shit, there. And that was maybe my bad. But they said this is my best stuff. This well, is my really powerful stuff. So you I, don't,
0: you don't really have a way to know that, right? Yeah, like, like you gotta. There, there's no, there's no like formula that you can plug your deck into on Tapped Out, and it'll spit out like. Sure, they tried that casual or competitive like meter for a while, but that yeah. doesn't tell us anything, right? You can't plug your feather deck in. And know that it's like an eight out of ten power level or whatever yeah. I can't plug zada in to find out that it's a ten it might be a ten in my playgroup, but court, like compared to Grixis c e d h doomsday cast like ooh it might it might be a seven compared to that deck
1: yeah like wh- and what's a what's a ten out of ten zada really mean is it a ten out of ten in the power level or is it a ten out of ten for zada and then where does zada go into like it's it's yeah. all relative so you gotta kind of go in, like is this a combo deck? Do you win on turn four? Is this an aggro deck that attacks with one ones for a thousand turns? Like
0: what? Like what makes your deck power? Probably- yeah, you got to ask some questions. You can't yeah. just say how competitive is your deck? Yeah, don't try and angle shoot people like
1: what? What are the cards in your deck? Are you? Storm-? <laughs> you know, like don't yeah. do that. But I mean, most people are going to be willing to say like if somebody asks me, what are you playing? Oh, I see you're playing angry Omnath. I think this is how, how- you do it. You
0: say, yeah. hey, w- what's your commander? automatically if they don't tell you, you know that you're playing a CDH player. Yeah,
1: immediately just bust out your stuff. They're
0: going to tell you. They're they're probably going to tell you. Oh, I see you're playing Angry Omnath. Do you play, like, Landfall? Is it Elemental Tribal? Tell me about your deck. Is it all foiled out? Like, just get to know the player because, remember, this is the social format. Yeah. You can be social and just ask. Like, as Magic players, we're probably interested in other people's cards because they're probably... Still, magic cards. <laughs> yeah, you're right? not like you don't need to grill them, but just be aware that that could be a thing. It's
1: it's it's integral to your enjoyment of your night when you go to play magic.
0: Ooh, that that's you, the that's the tweetable.
1: Yeah, you got you got to know that stuff and figuring it out and sussing it out while still being social and making friends is it's important. I definitely
0: like that. The last few minutes, in my mind, have kind of sounded negative, and I don't want the show to have any negative connotations because I love our Tuesday night get-togethers. It's sad when it's sad to me. Like I'm disappointed when anybody misses. Yeah, me right? too. Like when when somebody comes down the 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 stairs at Smitty's, it's like, oh fuck, who's it gonna be, right? <laughs> or when somebody comes up the stairs at your house, who is it? And it's like it's Clayton or it's Evan or it's whoever. It's right and. That's fun. Then we go to EDH and M's at uh, at the store. It's like, holy crap! Look at there's 16 people. There's four pods of four last night. We played Plane Chase. That's awesome. We played like hour and a half long plane chase game and we couldn't roll off the plane like it's fun <laughs> and when we go to big events it's different it's maybe a little bit different for us because we know people from out of town now and we see other creators and we have friends from california that are like super cool dude california <laughs> right well the first year we went we didn't have any
1: of that and, and it was still so and it was goddamn great. fun right yeah we made friends it's it's those big events are great because everybody's there for the same reason nobody's gonna be like oh you play magic you big fucking nerd Nobody's gonna say that, <laughs> right? Like you're in a place where everybody's there to do the same thing. And I, I do awesome. make
0: fun of people for playing Magic because they're big nerds. Oh, I do too. All oh, the time. Oh yeah, that's great. That's all my favorite thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> you Magic playing, goddamn nerd. Yeah, of course you. Of course you want to play Urza, you nerd. Yeah, I like
1: <laughs> making fun of people for being nerds about other stuff because oh, I play Magic. It's next like, oh, level. You, you play D and D, are You a nerd. It's, oh, that's great. It's, it's great to be with like-minded people who all are. Yeah. Going towards the same thing of inevitably, which is to have fun doing something that you like. And I, I think that that's the best part for me of going to those events.
0: Yeah, we also all hate money. So we yes. just want to like give it away. <laughs> yeah, our yeah.
1: absolute hatred of of currency also very much helps. the Money is the root of all evil, and magic players are in a hurry to the bottom to just get rid of all the <laughs> money that they have. <laughs> so inevitably we all become great people.
0: Yeah, and you know what to to just meet strangers and have them be friends and the stories of how we met like the the one of my fondest memories from Vegas last year was when I met Lenny and he's our he's our friend he's our patron we're sharing CCO house with him again.
1: Happy birthday to Lenny. He had a birthday a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, so shout right. out to oh, the dude bro in law
0: and FU Evan as well. F that guy. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, whatever. Who cares?
1: Go back to managing our Discord nerd.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what are you you managing Discord, you nerd? Oh, man. We are so terrible for shaming this episode. We're the best. (laughs) It's all in good fun. Everybody
1: knows that we're all friends here.
0: My story of meeting Lenny when the owner of EDH Rec was like, yeah, this guy was like, He knew who I was because you guys were, like, making fun of me on your show. (laughs) so funny. Every time I think of that story, it was just the best. So that's the kind of stories that you just get, like, the inside jokes and the traveling, and it's just just fun. It's just great. Speaking
1: of Vegas... We've uh, booked our plane tickets. Our flights down there. We're all we're all confirmed. And you, me, and Joel, I believe.
0: Yes, I don't know if Joel's plane tickets are booked. Probably they are. But if he wants to book last minute, he's made out of money anyways. So
1: yeah, he's it, like we've told talked about to this lots on the show. You hold him upside down by his ankles and just shake him. Just money comes out.
0: You unzip like his arm, like Mister Oogie Boogie, and instead of bugs being his insides, it's just money.
1: Yeah, I don't understand how that works, but his circulatory system is full of coins. I don't know how that works. It's
0: liquid gold. Yeah, it's the weirdest. He cut thing. him and he bleeds gold. <laughs>
1: Somebody just stabbed Joel in Vegas. Just,
0: no, thanks, no, guys. No, oh. no, 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 not No, please, no.
1: nobody stab Joel if you see him. He's a nice man.
0: We are booked, though. We are booked. Plane tickets. We got CCO House, walking distance to. I'm told. I'm told. Walking distance to the Strip, the Convention Center, and a block away from a corner liquor store.
1: I love those corner liquor stores. We don't have those really in Saskatchewan. So. Yeah,
0: that's not a thing. Let me tell you, if we go, if there's ever a, a magic fest at Edmonton, oh, baby. every second house on the corner, even in residential streets, is fucking liquor yeah, it's, store. It's man. a
1: liquor store and a triple-X adult bookstore. And then connected. a house, yeah.
0: and then another liquor store, and yeah. then a house, then a liquor store. Yeah, that's how yeah. it works. And though.
1: then every four blocks is one of those shifty massage parlors. Oh, yeah. Shout Edmonton. out
0: to Edmonton. I know we got lots of listeners there. Yeah, I
1: love that town, actually. I love Edmonton.
0: Yeah, that's a cool thing not because
1: of all the hookers and beer, but like because it's a I mean playtime. that doesn't hurt though. Yeah, it doesn't hurt the, the the rep.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we're booked for Vegas. We're trying to decide what packages that we want to buy. Do we want the uh the commander VIP area? That's what that's what I've decided I'm calling it.
1: <clears throat> Isn't that what it's called?
0: The commander VIP area. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah. The Commander Fanatic package is the other thing, and we can get a discount on that should we go to the Commander VIP area. So we're just trying to decide how many games we want to play and and where we want to do it. We just want to meet people, and we just want to hang out with CCO Nation because we know lots of people are going to be going. We want to play games with you
1: guys, and how we do that is kind of... The sticking point that we find ourselves at right now.
0: Yeah, and the other thing too is there's this like this commander party. And a few years ago, there's a commander party, and there's now another commander party. And it's like 9 p.m. on Friday. Oh shit, we got a wedding to go to.
1: Yeah, dude, that's, we have that's got the a wedding
0: thing. to go to right at the venue. So if you are listening and you're going to be in GP Vegas, Magic Fest Vegas, MF in Vegas, MF in what, Vegas, there it is, wedding patron of the show, Rebecca Hindlick. <laughs> that's that's her nickname. We're Re- sticking with it.
1: Rebenda Dick Hindlick.
0: Oh, Rebenda Dick Hindlick, yeah. man, double double, for sure. She's getting married Friday at noon, right at the venue. That is excellent. So if you're a CCO Nationalite, you have to be there. If you're a content creator and you're listening to us, show up. I've already confirmed you as a guest because she needed like a certain number of guests to like be approved. So she's an approved person, guys, like very much we're so. We're not even approved people. So let's go and be a part of that. Very much so. And if you're a cosplayer or no cosplayers, invite them for photo opportunities because to my knowledge, there's only one wedding a year in Vegas at the at the Magic Fest and this is it. And it's your opportunity to be a part of something super cool and it's it's somebody's it's two people's
1: like best day of their lives. So very we should all make so. an effort to Make it special for him,
0: yeah, I'm actually I was um I got commissioned to do a wedding piece, Ooh. like an altered art wedding piece, like a a commission. It's gonna be awesome. It is going to be awesome. The last one I did turned out very excellent. This one will follow suit. I guarantee it.
1: Maybe I should also do a wedding altar,
0: I think so. to show off <laughs> my especially now that you've got them silver and gold sharpies <laughs> <laughs> very much so. I'm so excited. It's gonna be so fun. And whatever whatever packages we end up getting, whatever foil or non-foil Sol rings we end up getting, I'll be happy regardless because it's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, we're going to be there to have fun with all the used guys, meet
1: some new people, see some new faces, and just jam games of Commander, which at the end of the day, after everything that we've said today, is really what we all picked up this game to do. Meet people and play games of Magic. That's all I got. What else you got? we want to run through the giveaway one more time? Let's do the giveaway one more time. If you leave us a five-star review over at Apple Podcast, or whatever the hell they're calling it now. That's what we're calling it. Wherever you get your better podcasts, leave us a nice review and a good comment. You'll get entered into winning. a
0: 700-star rating.
1: Yes, the more stars, the more entries you get.
0: 700. <laughs> just make a bunch of faux accounts and just you do the right thing.
1: You can win cast. It's going to be great. You can also get entered to win cast by heading over to our YouTube channel, CCO Podcast giving the Cleveland steamer to the like button there. We'll get you entered as well. If you want that $25 credit from face to face you head over there, let them know Brian and Brian and Rando. There they are again. DDO
0: podcast.
1: Ryan and Rando sent you leave a comment on one of our episodes, or if you happen to make an order, to start a new account, send them a comment. They appreciate it. And so do we thank you very much for everybody. Who's already done that very much. So also remember to check out our Facebook pages and the official CCO account on Twitter, Likes and follows there. Once we hit a thousand on those platforms, we will release merch. We merch. Open, the floodgates of merch will open and The merch gates. <laughs> the merch. We should make masks. Merch Cadian masks.
0: Oh, I was trying to think of one too. Damn it. <laughs> God <laughs> That's Japanese Goku. That's who that was. <laughs> I broke him. All right.
1: So that's what we got. Check us out on social media. Thank you very much for being here. We'll hope to see you out in the
0: wild and see that all of our tips helped you out. Yeah, no lying to me if you're playing Urza. It's accidentally broken. Just just give it to me straight. I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah, if you're playing something degenerate, just tell us. We can take it. Yeah, then we'll do something degenerate back. Yeah, let's just... Let's just do that. That's the name of the game. I already said that I like CDH. We're going to talk a little bit about it next week. Um, No pre-show next week. We wanted to make sure that everybody and patrons knew that. We aren't even standing up in between recording sessions. Yeah. (laughs) Because I have a wedding next week.
1: So that means I have a week off of editing podcasts, which is fun. Hey. woohoo! hoo Everybody wins next week. And we're going to see you next week, next Tuesday, for another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song. Don't lie to me. Wear deodorant. Boom.